0: Okay, I would like to dedicate this year Iluy Nishmas, my grandmother, Rochel Bas Aharan, Hashem Yikam Domo, whose Yatza is tonight. She was taken away from Frankfurt on the in May 1942 and was never heard from again. So my father, after the war, asked Ashala as to which day shall he keep as the yartzeit. And he was told the day she was taken away. My, my, gra- my auntie in said to me, Since my grandmother was a woman who was very frail, she doubts whether she would have actually survived the journey. Any case, we'll dedicate the little Liuinish nishmosa. Okay. Last week we learnt that um Rabbi Loza said, Masha said to Hashem. Mebli after all the, um, after the Meraglim, the, the case of the spies, like the who wanted to destroy Israel, and Moshe Rabbeinu said to him, if you destroy them, then the nations will say, Mebli Yechayla because you lack the ability to take them into the, to Eretz Israel, by Yeshotim, by Midbar, you actually uh, slaughtered them in the Midbar. To which uh, Hashem answered and said, but surely they've seen everything that I did in Mitzrayim, etc., etc. So again, Moshe Rabbeinu retorted back to him and said, yes. But they will turn around and say, you were able to conquer one king. But you would not be able to conquer 31 kings in Canaan. And that's where we left off last week. So we are six lines from the bottom, Lamad base Omidaleth. Six lines from the bottom, starting with the words Rabbi Yochanon. Okay, six lines from the bottom Omarab Yochanon. Have you all got the place? Yep. Okay, let's go. From where do we know that Agud Sparochu actually agreed with Moshe Rabbeinu's argument? Shenehmah, as it says in the posuk, Vayyama Hashem, Hashem said, Salachti Kidvarecha. Well-known posuk, i forgive you according to your words. Now, could have just said, i have so forgiven, it's understood. Moshe Rabbeinu was asking for forgiveness, so he forgave. What does kid vorecho mean? Kid vorecho, like your words, you presented a good argument, and I agree with you. And similarly, we carry on and say, it is true, like what you said, in other words, Hashem is agreeing to Moshe Rabbeinu and saying that the nations of the world would actually have said that I lack the power to bring Khalil into Eretz Canaan. And the Gemara concludes, "Ashrei Talmud, Sherabba, my delight. Fortunate is the Talmud, the pupil, Sherabba, his Rebbe, agrees to him. In other words, here, Mothra Rabbeinu put up a defense for Khalil and Hashem agreed to him. So Ashrei Talmud, Sherabba, my delight. Fortunate is the Talmud, who the Rebbe agrees to him. The very next possep says, but this is Hashem speaking as I live. Why did Hashem say that? You have kept me alive amongst the nations with your words. In other words, the reason why he said Chai Oni because hecha you have kept me alive with the nations. Meaning, because, because of your argument, I will spare Yisroel. And as a result, the nation will continue to recognize what I'm capable of. That's what Hashem says. Moving on. Dorash Rav Samloi. Rav Samloi said, La'olam Yisade Odom A person should always give praise first. And then afterwards he should daven. In allon, where do we know this from? From from Moshe Rabbeinu. It says in the Pasuk in Vaeschanan, it says Vaeschanan al Hashem, I prayed to Hashem for Esahi at that time because he wanted to go into Eretz Israel. And it's the Posuk says as follows: Hashem You began to show your servant, your greatness, your strong hand. Who is there in heaven and earth? Who can perform all the mighty acts that you're performing. Nobody else can do that. And therefore, this was the praise that Moshe Rabbeinu was giving to Hashem. And only after the words of praise, he said, May I cross and go and that I can see, that I can go and see the land. So in other words, first he gave Shmach to Hashem and says, Who is like you? And then only afterwards he put in his request to say, I want to go into Eretz Kanan. So we see from that, that first you give shvach, you give praise, and then only afterwards do you give, um, do you ask for your request. And that is the first three brachas of Shemana I like that. Because in the first bracha, we say, Melech, Ozer, Moshiach, Mogain, Hashem is a help, Moshiach, savior, Morgein, shield, and so on. The second bracha, you say, Atol Giver, you are great, very great. And you carry on about mechayah mesim. You are you are a person who can do mechayah mesim. And the third bracha is atakodosh vashimcha kodosh, your holiness. So these are all words of praise to Hashem. Only then afterwards do we request from Hashem all our different requests: afachadenu, rufaenu, shmakalenu, etc., etc. So the first three are praise, and then afterwards then we go into the request. And this, we learn out from Moshe Rabbeinu, that's exactly what he did. The question that they ask is as follows. Now, let's say for argument's sake, we understand this idea with a boss of a dom, with a human being. Meaning, if you want to go in and you want a, a, a wage rise from your boss, so you don't just walk in and say, can I have a wage rise? You go in and you schmooze him a little bit and say, oh, you know, how was the holiday that you had? It's good that you're back. The business didn't run the same while you were away. You know, you butter him up a little bit, schmoozerai. And then you say, oh, by the way, you know the wage rise that we were discussing. Is there any possibility you could start it, next, start it next month if you don't furlough me? So, okay. So that's what you have to do with a boss of a dom because that is how – the reaction of a human being is. But surely with Hashem, that doesn't apply. You don't shmooze Hashem and butter him up. If you want something, you say what it is. You get straight down to business. Hashem doesn't need a shmoozerai in order to do what is, what is deserving of him. Now, I'm, there's a very, very long answer. For those of you who are interested in the answer, I would draw your attention to the Rajbollah, Who gives a very long answer, which is beyond the scope of this Shia, but he discusses this very point. We will now move on and we're turning over, we're turning over the dust. There are various simonim that are said and it says, Simon, Masim, Stocker, Korban, kaim Tanis, Minol, barzel. And I've heard it, and the Hasm Saifa always used to say, when you learn, you should actually say these simonim loud. These are the Simonim of the Gemara that is going to come. Now, we're going to give various statements of Rabbi Amar Rabbi Lozor Rabbi says, Tefillah is greater, more effective even, than good deeds. How do we know that? babasim But there's no one who is greater in good deeds than me'sher abeinu. After all, he had on his shoulders the whole of Klal Yisrael. So there was nobody who did greater massim taivim than Moshe Rabbeinu. Nevertheless, lanana, lanana elo Nevertheless, he was not answered except through tzvila. How do we know that? Shenema, as it says in the Possek, that is when, when Eshanan al-Hashem, which we just mentioned, he davened to be able to go into Eretz Canaan, And the answer from Hashem was, "Al don't speak to me anymore about this matter. And then immediately afterwards, it says, rasha go up to the mountain, where you will be able to see Eretz Canaan, but you can't go in there. So it's as a direct result. Now there's a slight difference between Rashi and Taisa. So if I can draw your attention do the top titles on Lamed base Lamed base? He just simply says a simple pshak, which is what we understand from the Gemara, g'dayna tefillah yosem amasim teivim, below tefillah. In other words, tefillah is greater than masim teivim without tefillah. Sheharim Moshe Rabbeinu olavashalom, because Moshe Rabbeinu, afopi shehovi yodam masim teivim, even though he had many good deeds under his belt, hutzrach le tefillah, in order to go up to the mountain and see Eretzkenaam, he needed to tvila al Nalashem, he done for it. Why were his good deeds not enough for it? The answer is that he had to have Tvila. So we see from this that Tvila is even greater than good deeds. Rashi says, rather cryptic comments, hard to understand, but I will explain to you what the Mephoshé, how the how Rashi explained, the top Rashi. Alay Rashapesko, butovo tfilozu. With this Tefillah Nisrat Seisi, I agreed harta, to show you Eretz Kanam. Now, the way the Mephoshia Rashi explained what Rashi means is as follows. In POSEP 26, it says, Altosef Don't speak to me any more about this matter, about going into Eretz Kanam." And POSEP 27 starts off with Ale Rasha Pisco, go up to the top of the mountain. So what Rabbi Loza does is he reads them together. He takes the last two words of Posit 26, which is Badova Hazer, and takes the first three words of Posit 27 and reads them together. Babdava Hazer, because of this thing, Ale Rasha Pisco, you can go up to the top of the mountain. In other words, because of this thing, because of the filler that you prayed to me, to Davon, that you should be able to go into Eretz Yisrael, Therefore, I'm at least allowing you Ale Rasha Peskov. So in other words, the difference between Russia and Titus is, Titus just gives us a simple pshat, because he was only answered, even though he had many mouths in Tybin, but he was only answered after he said Tvila. That's a straightforward pshat. Rashi is saying it's actually one can see it in the Posuk because he takes Badoda Hazer Ale Rasha Hazer, because of this thing, i.e. the Tvila, that's why I'm allowing you. In other words, it's not because of your Maas and tibin, but it's because Badovar Zer, the Tvila. So we see from there that Tvila is even greater than Maas and good deeds. A second statement of Rabbi Loza. Omer Rabbi stocker. Fasting is even greater than Stocker. Maitama, why? Zer Begulfai, When you give stocker, it's not that hard. As long as you've got the money in your pocket, or you've got a voucher, whatever it is, you can pay out. It's not really sort of taking you any time or any great effort. Where's there? But good fight. Where's fasting? You're giving of your actual body. You're not eating. You're not drinking. That's your. You're doing much more. So therefore, that's why tannus is even greater than stocker. There is a question that they ask as follows. In the beginning of Brochus, I think Davchus, we mentioned, the reward of a Tanis is the Stalker. So it, it seems to be that Tarnis is based on stocker. So the Mephoshim explain no. And they say like this. People might think that the reason why you fast is because you're mingy and you don't want to spend money on buying food. Therefore, by giving out money for Sadoka, you show it's not a matter of saving money. I'm giving out the money in any case. So, igrasa detanusah sidkasa means the fact that you are giving out stocker shows that you really did it l'shem shemaim. You did the fasting l'shem shemaim, not to save money on food. So that is the situation. Now we now come on to the third statement. The honorable Rabbi Loza. Of Rabbi Loza, says, Gedaira Tefillah, Yaseminah Karbonis. Tefillah is even greater than Karbonis, than temple offerings. Shenema, now this is the in Yeshaya, in the first parak of Yeshaya. It is Chazan Yeshayahu, as we know, we say this is the Aftarah on the Shabbos before Tishabah, where Yeshaya Yish, Yish, in the name of Hashem is rebuking, rebuking Israel, and he says, why do I need all your numerous sacrifices? Uh and it's written a few sucking further later on when you lift up your hands, when you spread your hands, that's like sort of into filler, and it carries on Elim I will hide my eyes from you. even though you daven, and any Shemea, I will not listen. Because your hands are full of blood. Now, Rashi explains what does that mean. So how do we know that Tfila is greater than kabonas Because if Tfila would not be greater than kabonas the fact that it says Lomeli arrives in Cheichem, which means I don't need your kabonas well, it's obvious that you don't need a Tfila because kabonas is even more important than Tfila. You might have thought that. But the very fact that we have to mention tefillah afterwards shows that tefillah is even greater. In other words, what Yashaya is saying is not only your karbonus I don't need, but even tefillah, which is on a much higher level, even that I don't want. So we see from that, that tefillah is even more important than the karbonus. Now, this is very, very interesting because we have all memories of Rebbe Leze, of Rebbe Loza and all of a sudden, Rabbi Yochanan comes in the middle of all of them. Why does Rabbi Yochanan come in the middle of all of them? Because he is quoted he, he has got a memra regarding this very posik that we've just learned. And he learns very, very, very interesting. I'll I repeat the posik again. You should have it on the side of your Gomorrahs. It says, And when you spread your hands, I will hide my eyes from you. Even though you daven a lot, and then you shamaia, I will not listen. Your your hands, domi are full of blood. Amar Rav says, Rav Yehoshanan, kol kain shahorek asan nefesh layisa es kapol. Any kayan who kills somebody may not duchem. He may not do duchem. Shenema, where does he learn this out from? From this very posseh. This is why Rabbi Yechelen comes in here, because he is using the same posseh as Rabbi Loza just mentioned to tell us about Twitters greater than Kabbalahs. Yedechem domim moleu, because the posseh ends with, your hands are full of blood. Now, what this means is as follows. We have a principle called Ein Kategor Nasa Samegar. What this means is, En katego nasa means, literally, the literal translation of it is, a prosecutor cannot become a defender. What it means is, these hands, which have got blood on them, you cannot use these hands then for the mitzvah of duchani. We find a similar idea of en katego nasa when the Kayan Goddle went into the Kodche Kodshim on Yom Kippur, he had to take off all his gold garments. The reason why he took off all his gold garments was because this would remind Hashem, as it were, of the Egel, of the golden calf. And since he was going into the Kochi Kodoshim and doubling and on behalf of all Khalid Yisrael, he had to take off his gold garments. That's also another example of Enkatega and Nasusan Now, the fact of the matter is it's interesting that there's a halacha learnt in Shulchan Oroch, and that is taken from this Posukim Novi. Because there's a whole question as to whether one can passkan halachas from Pasukim taken from Novi. And this is taken from Yeshaya. But there is a halacha in Shulchan Oroch, Kuf Kaf Ches 128, 35, which says as follows, the Machabah says, a kayan who has killed someone cannot dukhan, even if he killed B'shaigeg by mistake, and even if he does Teshuvah. very very strict the Machabah. The Ramah says if he has done Tshuva, he can dochum. And the Mishnah Brura adds that certainly if he did if he did it B'shaigeg, in other words if he's done teshuvah, if he's done it Bashagog and he does teshuva, then he can dochum. The Mishnah Brura adds very interesting that even if a person kills Bamazid on purpose, it means he murders somebody, and nevertheless, if he does Teshuvah, then he can do The question is, how do you do Teshuvah if you murder somebody? Or even if you kill somebody, it's by mistake. Very, very difficult. It is it's it is spoken about. But what you would have, have to do is, first of all, you'd have to give Stocker, you'd have to have Tarnas, you would probably have to go to his kava with a minion after mechila. You would also have to join various organizations that preserve life because you've killed somebody. Therefore, if you, for example, would join Hatsala, that also would be part of a possible tshuva. But it's it's quite complicated how to do tshuva for such a thing. But in any case, if you do tshuva, says the Ramal, then you can do him. Rabbi Vadya Yosef discusses what about a person who kills somebody in a car crash? And he says like this, if you did nothing wrong at all, i.e. you were not negligent, you were not driving at a speed which you shouldn't, and you were driving along normally, and Salon, somebody jumps out in front of you, and you kill them, there is no problem whatsoever, you can definitely do them. The reason is because this is not even a case of Scheigeg, because Scheigeg is always where there's a little bit of negligence. This is onus. This is called an onus, a pure accident over which you had no control whatsoever. And there is no shala whatsoever that a kind can do if Hashtalam is involved in killing somebody where he has done nothing wrong. Rabbavadia also discusses a soldier, a soldier in war goes and kills somebody. So a Khayal, an Israeli soldier, kills an Arab. And the Khayal is a kayan. Is he allowed to him? The answer, says Rabbi Vadya, is definitely is yes, because he's really defending himself. Because we have a klaw, habol horagay hashkem horagayu. If you know that somebody is coming to kill you, you may kill him first. In other words, you're defending yourself. So when you fight in war, when an Israeli Khayal kills an Arab, he's only doing it in self-defense. Even if he kills somebody before he can see they're about to do a terrorist act, for example, or even just in war. It's just a pure defensive tactic, says Rabbi Vadia, no problem if, if you kill a person. So even though you're killing them on purpose, but since you're doing it to defend yourself, there is no problem Somebody who is a Koyan, who is a soldier, can definitely do it. That's no problem. So it's an interesting, very interesting subject. Somebody could make a whole drosher of a mitzvah drosher on it. But that is, I don't want to go in any further there, other things one can discuss, because it's just brought in as an aside, simply because we use the same posuk as what was used before. So now if we move on, uh, we haven't got much more time. The Omer Rebelezer, this is the double dots there must be about nine or ten lines down for Omra Rebbe Gerald? Hello? Gerald? Yeah? Yeah, Danny. What would happen if he was driving a bit over the speed limit? What would Rav Yadli Yosef say? That, rubber Yadli Yosef, would probably, that would come under a case of a shoyeg. And then, if we, and we pass the Ramah, and he would say that, uh if you do Teshuvah, then you could do him. But if a person was driving above the speed limit, then it is it is his fault. I mean, because he shouldn't yeah. have been driving above the speed limit. But obviously, maze means you go out to murder somebody. You have yeah. every intention of killing that person, which yeah. obviously, if you're driving a little bit above the speed limit, you you are definitely... Or recklessly. Or recklessly. Recklessly, you know. yes, yes. Then, then it's still not b'mazed. B'mazed means you see a if you're in a car and you see a person there and you line him up and you say, "I'm going to kill him. I'm going to bash into him." That okay. is b'mazed. So okay. it's obviously it's b'shogeg. And again, this is my share is not for But uh, <laughs> It would appear that because the remark ends off with the words "v'hochi nohug." By the way, the reason why Danny is so interested in this is because he is a coin. <laughs> right? It doesn't really apply to any, 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 the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> right. But nevertheless we shouldn't kill anybody. Um so I would say Peshagog if we, if you we do to shiver, certainly you can do him. Um, okay is there anybody else Clive? Yes. Clive I can't hear you. I can, I, I'm sorry Clive I can't hear you. Um, can you hear oh, me now? Hear you now? Yes I can hear you now. For somebody that wants to fulfill the mitzvah of uh, to shoot for, for a murder, they could also include a charity, couldn't they, in memory of the... That's, that's what we said, yes. That was one of the things we said, that stoker Tanis going to his kava, yes. preferably with a minion ask mechila, and joining any organization that preserves life. Because that is yeah. doing the opposite, because the Rambam and Hilchus Tshuva says, how do you know if a person has done tshuva? So, Say for our example... He went into a shop and he bought tray for meat. So the best way of doing chuvah is that when he has an opportunity to do that again, he walks straight past the shop. That is chuvah. No. With murder, no, I mean, it's, charity it's in the power. name of the person that deceased. special stalker in the name of the deceased. Yes, yes. And obviously the stalker should be done in the name of the deceased. Yes. And that is part no. of, part of doing chuvah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, is there anybody else, because we've just got two minutes, it's not worth starting, starting the new bit. Is there anybody else would like to ask a question? No other kind in there, I suppose. (laughs) Okay. Um, so gentlemen, next uh, week, we leave it because there's the AGM. So I'm I will see you in two weeks. Meanwhile, just remember three things. Stay alert, control the virus and save lives.